Hey there, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you. I am a passionate, wide-eyed entrepreneur and social media coach, and I help people just like you to build your online business from the ground up through the power of social media. In just under three months, I was able to build my coaching business from scratch and work with paying clients and am now scaling my business to reach heights I never thought was possible. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to be the first to tell you that you are a trailblazer. That is, someone who paves their own way through unmarked territories and doesn't wait for opportunities to come, but instead creates them. So as you listen in today, I want you to know that your passion, partnered with purpose, can unlock your potential. But that's if you dare to take action. So, are you ready to blaze that trail? If that's you, let's do this. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be talking about sales and selling. Hello. This topic is so much fun and so exciting. Get ready to have your mind blown. For you guys who are tuning in, who are completely new to this podcast, I welcome you and I invite you to journey with me in particular on this episode, just racking your brain and blowing your own mind about things that you never thought were actually true. And the thing is, I'm not saying what I talk about on this podcast is true. Everyone has, to some extent, their own version of what's true. But I'm going to share with you what I know from experience, what I have practiced in my business, in my work, in my craft, and in my life. And so to me, it's true because it has produced the results I want to create. And if you see things in my life, in my business that you're thinking, how the heck does she do that? I want to know how she does it. This is the episode for you. In particular, I'm going to be talking about sales and selling and more importantly, mindset. And if you were anything like me, every time you hear the word sales, selling or money, you would probably cringe or feel really uncomfortable. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my backstory, okay? I grew up in an environment where money was hard, and I'm still surrounded by an environment where money is hard. I have people all around me, I have family all around me that live in scarcity mentality that, you know, you have to work really hard to make money, that making money is a hustle, and you know, there's this constant fear of not having enough and not being enough. And only recently, as I built my business, coached myself, received coaching, and really worked on my mindset, I realized how so many things in my life were inaccessible to me because I had just grown up with certain narratives and certain beliefs that I never questioned, you know? I always imagined that making money would be hard, and if I ever wanted to make lots of money... If I ever wanted to be good at anything, it would be hard. I guess I just never saw it any other way. And so in this podcast, you're really going to debunk a lot of those beliefs. And I want you to be willing. I want you to be willing to have your mind totally blown. And a lot of your perspective on sales, selling, money, mindset to be completely shifted. Okay. And shout out to all my clients who are currently working through a lot of this kind of stuff. You know, they're 
trying to make sales, they're trying to sign clients, and they're trying to find all the things to say. But at the end of the day, what it boils down to is a lot of money mindset stuff, all right? Now, I am not a money mindset coach. Let me just repeat that. I'm not a money mindset coach. And I am sharing what I know from experience. I share what I know and I share what I'm going to share today because I believe it's going to add huge value to your life and to your business. Notice how I say add value to your life as a priority. It's first because when you shift your mindset and you shift your beliefs in your life, in your person, in your being, the rest of your life experiences the overflow and the results. Alright, so back then I used to find selling so difficult. I never saw myself to be good at sales like ever. I think I only did a customer service job like maybe for three or so. No, actually I did about five to six years of customer service, but one of them was in the food industry. I worked in Baskin Robbins for like three years selling ice cream which you didn't really have to sell anyone on ice cream. They just came in and bought ice cream. But then I did retail and I never really got the whole KPI thing and reaching targets because it scared me and I never even attempted reaching KPIs. I hated dealing with the numbers. I hated numbers in terms of money and like I just, it just made me so anxious. And then I delved a little bit into selling my own stuff and so... I started making cupcakes, I think. I started baking and then I started creating these crafty little photo frames and I would sell them and that introduced me to the world of business and being able to be in control of making my own money. But I just always thought, well, okay, I'll I'll sell it if someone comes to me um, wanting it or asking for it. I never understood how people could sell, how they could be a good salesperson. I would watch these shows of like, people um selling other people and just being so great and saying all the right things and i'm just wondering how do they do it they're just naturally talented at talking and you always have those friends who like are so good at talking that you just think they could sell anything because they're just they just talk and they know how to wrap their words around the thing that they're trying to sell you on and they can talk you into anything And so I always would look uh, around at my circles and I believed that, yes, I was a leader and I showed up as an authority, but I always counted myself out when it came to being good at selling. And I was afraid. I realized how much I was afraid of pricing and saying how much I was worth or pricing my um, offers and then experiencing rejection like I never realized how terrified I was of that until I started my own business in coaching and I had to stop doing work for free and start charging for my services I was constantly as a result devaluing my service I was constantly doing free work and taking on these quote-unquote beta clients Working for free when deep down I just knew that I was ready to start charging, I was ready to start making money and it frustrated me that even though I knew that and I wanted that, I just couldn't face or handle how to overcome my fear of charging. I would even like give discounts so I would like lower my price in my head already of the the thing, you know, the full price of my coaching. And then I'd hop on a call with a client or potential client. And then when it comes to the price, I just get so freaked out that I lower the price even more. And it just 
doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> and I struggled. I struggled to handle objections because then I would be like, oh, okay, that's fine. I would just kind of leave it and I'd say, just let me know when you're ready to start working together and no one ever lets you know again. Once they're off, they're off. I mean, there are other occasions where someone has messaged me back and then we've continued to work together on a paid level, but I just never gave it the time. I never faced the objection and really handled it because I just didn't know how to. I would freak out, spin out, and get all flustered. So here's why I want to tell you how to sell. Well, not tell you. I want to walk you through how I sell and my process. And this is what I teach my clients and train my clients on because selling is a huge component of being able to live a really full life. And that sounds really funny and odd right now, but this is why. Because when you know how to sell, when you master the art of selling, you're able to get anything you want in life. That's not to be selfish. That's not to take advantage of people. It's to get access to all that is possible for you. It's to unlock the potential that you have lying within you. And that is not selfish at all because when you unlock all that is possible for you and you start acting in belief and you start doing the things you were created to do, that is ultimately your purpose in life. And when you do that, it blesses not only you because it creates an amazing life for you, it creates an amazing life for everyone around you. Imagine being so in your purpose building a business that then becomes profitable, making money, and then being able to bless your family and friends with a house you can invite them to, with things that you can serve them with, with time because you're not hustling, 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 working every hour. You're actually making money in in ways that that resonate with you, but you're not compromising family time because now you have the time. Like all of these things are amazing and they are not selfish. In fact, when people say like, oh, having lots of money is evil. And I hear that all the time as a Christian and that that being my upbringing, I think of it and I, and I go, money is a tool. Money is a resource. Money is not evil. It's the love of money. It's the love of, of money over the love of people. The love for, you know, all these fancy shiny things that's the thing that will compromise your joy and that will take away everything that is good in life because you're just going to be hungry chasing those things and hustling without even knowing why you're going to lose yourself in that but wanting success wanting money that is not something you apologize for and if you have come from a similar background of christianity or just any really any faith any belief system that tells you that money is evil, I want you to take a step back and ask yourself, is it money or is it the love of it? Is it success that's evil or is it, you know, attaining a certain status that's evil or is it the way you do it? Like you always have control. Okay. Never play victim to, oh, I just, I don't want to be successful because friends, you were created to be successful. You were created with potential every single person, every single one of you, you have potential for a reason. You have not reached your cap. And the reason why I know that is because you are alive and breathing today and you have things inside of you right now. I don't even need to ask that you can think of on the top of your head that is untapped potential that has been sitting there 
unused and unaddressed. All right. So to wrap that up, selling and mastering selling is a gift. It's a blessing. It's a key to unlocking things in your life. All right. So I'm going to share with you a four point formula to selling anything, literally anything, whether it's selling an idea, selling to your friend that, you know, traveling to a certain country is going to be worth it. Selling yourself on starting a diet or losing weight, finally. Or selling your services, selling your coaching, selling your um, product, whatever it is. Here is the four-point formula that I teach my clients. And this is also what you get access to when you work with me. And this is a very, very summarized version This is going to hit in all different ways for you guys because I know that you all have different narratives and different contexts. But if anything resonates with you, like seriously, DM me. Let's have a chat about it because this is powerful stuff. And when you master this for yourself in your context, it is crazy what you can create. Okay, so number one, number one is be sold in order to sell. Okay, that principle, be sold in order to sell, applies in selling in any context. Because when you are sold on the thing that you're trying to sell, when you're sold first, everything comes easier. If you're finding that selling is hard, the first question I want you to ask yourself is, are you really sold on the value of what you're trying to sell? Because here's how you know you aren't really sold. Number one, you're finding it hard to sell. Number two, you're thinking what to say next. You're thinking, what do I need to say? I have people asking me all the time, what do I need to say on sales calls? As if there's a magic script or something. And it's not about what you're saying. It's Really, if you're so sold on something, if you're so sold on, let's say, your favorite pasta being the best pasta in the world, then you don't go and think, how do I say that it's the best kind of pasta in the world? Like, you don't go and process the language that you use. When someone asks you, hey, Nicole, what's a good pasta place? You just know to say that place. And when they ask you why, You know the exact words to say. You don't even think about them. They just roll off your tongue because you're just so in belief. So that's one way you know you aren't really sold when you're constantly thinking, what do I need to say next? Because usually when you're sold on something and the value of something, it just flows. And the reason why it flows, number two, how you know you aren't really sold is because you have tried it for yourself. You have paid for it. You've made the investment for yourself. So a way that I um, I can kind of put that into an analogy is um, before I used to think people were crazy for paying over $50 for personal training because for me, that's all I had ever paid for. And I just, I thought, why would you pay $100 for personal training when you could pay 50 Like I just didn't see it to be something that I would pay that much for. And... The thing is, after I injured myself, you know, paying $50 for personal training, I then was like, yeah, I want the best of the best. I don't care. I want to prioritize my health, my well-being, and go and invest in the best of the best. 
that rhymed annoyingly. <laughs> and then when I did, I now pay at least like 120 for personal training and my gym membership on top of that. And it's just like, people will be like, what the actual heck? You pay that much for personal training? I know people who pay for more, guys, right? It's the value. It's what you see the value. So if someone were to ask me, like, if someone were to tell me, Nicole, that's crazy. You're spending so much money on that. I would say I believe in this so much because it has given me results. I believe that paying 120 for personal training is so, so worth it. And I believe it because I've done it myself. I've paid for it myself and received the value for myself. So it's really hard to be able to sell something when you aren't sold in belief and you aren't sold in actual like cost. You didn't put anything down to experience it, to reap the reward, and then to be able to testify for it. The third thing is how you know you aren't really sold on what you're selling is you're offended when someone walks away. You like make it about yourself. You get like, oh, I didn't sell the bright. Oh, I didn't do the right things. Oh, it was me. And you get all like pity party-ish. Yeah. You aren't really sold on the value of what you do because you've attached them saying yes to you and to your performance and your identity. When you are really sold on the thing that you're selling, you are not offended when someone walks away from the offer because, well, they didn't walk away from you. They walked away from the thing that you're offering. They walked away from themselves. Them saying no to having access to the best thing in their life, to creating the business they want, to having the mindset shifts that they want, them having access to your life coaching is not them saying no to you. It's them saying no to themselves because they're denying themselves. And you know that if they were to work with you, they would get the results that they want. Like it's as simple as that. It's like math. And so when you're offended, when someone walks away from you, when you're trying to sell, it's it's because you aren't really sold, honestly. And, and here's how I've seen it in my life. When someone walks away from my coaching, well, before, I would honestly be like, I'm not a good coach. I can't do this. I don't know how to sell my coaching, blah, blah, blah. I'm not good at what I do. I'm not a good coach. I'm not a good business person. I made it about myself. Now, like eight months later since starting, I know my worth because I know that people all around the world have paid and are paying me to work with me for my time and my knowledge. So when someone walks away and says, oh, no, nah, it's not for me, and I've, and I've worked them through why it is for them, literally, I just go, okay, you've just, you've walked away from yourself. I'm giving you access to that thing right here, and I know how we're going to get you there, but that's okay. You want to back out on yourself? That's fine. That's, I, I just... I feel bad like when people when I hop on a call and I can instantly tell that someone is not willing to invest in themselves because of the way they're coming off on the call and the way they're talking that's to me it's like oh my heart literally gets heavy because I know that when you do make an investment when you do pay for something it's because you believe in the value of it and you trust that it will get you the result and what you're doing especially if you're selling coaching just like me 
is when someone makes a commitment financially, it's a release for them. Like it's a release because they maybe have never invested in anything like this before. Never in their life have they invested, number one, that much money, and number two, in coaching to give them possibility, to give them access to creating financial freedom, to building a business that they love and call their own, to being able to book out their service and go and go full, sorry, go full time in their business. All right. People get scared. People get terrified. And when they walk away from me on a sales call, I do not take offense to it. I think to myself, such a shame. They could have had it, but they gave up on themselves. They weren't willing to bet on themselves and the belief that they could do it. And so they didn't put their money down because it was too terrifying to lose that. They didn't believe enough that there was a possibility that they don't lose it. They actually gain so much more. Okay, so here's how you know you're sold. It's not what you're saying, but what you're thinking. You know you're sold when you're thinking about the person in front of you, not the thing that you're wanting to say or the, the point you're trying to make or the offer you're trying to present in a nice way. It's not what you're saying, but what you're thinking. You know you're sold when you truly believe the value and the worth. You believe that the value of personal training is you will get your result. You will get there. Like there's, it's a no-brainer. It's just a matter of time. But you also believe that paying whatever that price is, is worth it. Meaning there has to be a balance of monetary, monetarily, I see the value in what you do. When I signed on with my first, uh, with one of my coaches who was, priced at like five figures I was like what the actual heck I believed the value of what she could provide for me but I didn't believe that it was worth that much like I was like I don't get it why are you priced so high then I realized that the reason why she was priced so high was because she was believing that her worth was that much And you know who else was believing her worth was that much? The clients that she was working with, the people actually paying her that much. And I asked myself, when I look at me and my coaching business, how much am I charging? Do I believe I'm worth that five-figure figure? figure? Did I just say five-figure figure? figure? (laughs) I'm going to leave that in the podcast just so you guys can have a laugh. (laughs) I, I literally don't know how to talk on this podcast. But anyway... You get my point, guys? Okay, you you know you're sold when you truly believe that you are worth the value and you are worth the price that you set. I could barely sell a $40 mascara back when I was working in retail. And now I'm selling like a total of what? $50,000 worth of coaching in just a few months. Like How did I go from not being able to sell one single $40 mascara to being able to sell coaching that costs people so much? It's because I believe that them putting down that amount of money is not a cost, it's an investment. And the moment you begin to view the thing that you offer as an investment is the moment you tap into true belief. Because true belief and investing knows that there's a level of uncertainty. 
and it's okay with it. It's okay with the fact that, okay, I could invest this much in my fitness and not get the results, but there's also a possibility that I do invest this and I do get my results. Like there is an openness, there's a propensity to risk that is much higher in people who invest, in people who, who do things that scare them and then reap the rewards. All right, so being sold is super important in order to sell. That's the first point. Now, my second point is selling with a story, okay? I'm going to call it story selling. You get it? Instead of storytelling. Okay, that was lame again. Excuse me. But I want to tell you how to sell with stories and why it's powerful. Number one, when you sell with stories, you connect with people. Like, think about the way we work as humans from when we are young. We are told stories so that we can understand the world. We watch movies, which are stories of people's lives, right? We create stories in our own mind. We, we imagine scenarios. We dream up realities. And then we, we grow through rehearsing and reflecting on our own life's story. Our entire existence as human beings is crafted like a story. And what's powerful is that social media, the online, the digital space, is created for stories to be easily consumed and shared. Because as social beings, we thrive off stories. We thrive off community, which reinforces stories. When we are in community, we share with each other, we connect. And how we connect is we say, I've been through that too. I've shared that experience as well. I've felt that emotion too. And and here's the thing. If you are trying to sell on the online space and you're trying to just pump out all the value pieces and give tips and how to and show your expertise and show your authority, but you aren't telling stories you aren't sharing your world and sharing your life, you aren't talking about the struggles you've been through, you're not evoking emotion or drawing feelings out of people, then I'm sorry, my friends, all of your work is just going to be a, let's say, a hall of fame of resources and tips that people can just come and walk past and admire, but they will never, ever, well, let's not say ever, they will not see the value of working with you because you've given them permission to. You've trained them to treat you like a free service. You give free tips online. You give free value. So let's say like I told my clients this. Let's say you post how-to tips every single day. Most people would think that's how you get clients. That's how you turn your followers into clients. But friends, how-to content does not serve you, does not serve your business, Because what you're doing is you're training them to go, oh, okay, Nicole says, and she's the expert, Nicole says, I just need to do these five things and my business will grow. These five, one, two, three, four, five steps to then grow my business. Okay, I'm going to go and do that. And then I drop another tip. This is the strategy for generating leads and converting clients. And I give you the how-to tip on that. Not only will you go and apply that 
and maybe possibly it will work or it doesn't work. But what it will do is it will train you to just absorb free content and rely on free content to build your business. But that ain't it, sis, because anybody knows if you want quality results, you need to make quality investments. And that's why all the free stuff can only get you so far. Because the real how to get there comes with a cost, it comes with an investment. So here's my tip for you. If you're showing up on the online space, trying to sell your service, your coaching, whatever it is, stop giving people permission to treat you like a free forum or to treat you like a a list of things to do. They look at your content, they go and apply it because at the end of the day, they might apply it and not create the result they want and then blame it on the fact that your method doesn't work and then never subscribe to your stuff. Never work with you. You're crippling your business and you're crippling them. You're not serving anybody in that process. Instead, what you want to do is highlight where you connect with them. Highlight the thing they're struggling with. Okay, they're struggling with being able to sign clients. Instead of creating a surface level post on how to sign clients, How about you draw out the pain point? How about you draw out, well, I've felt the struggle of not being able to sign clients. I used to feel like I was incapable of doing this, that no one wanted to work with me, and I was so frustrated all the time from hustling. But I knew that I was capable of more, and so I switched my belief. I decided that I would start believing in myself and start taking action instead of feeling sorry for myself. Here's the value, guys. I'm not giving tips. I'm not giving step-by-steps. All I'm doing is, here's what I did. Number one, I shifted my mindset. Number two, I embraced failure. Number three, I spent more time doing rather than planning. Like, I start to list the things that I've done and then I start to sell them on the fact that, hey, I get it too. I'm selling them with my story. And here's the thing, you need to sell them on their own story, the story they want for themselves. This branches into my third point, but the point is that you are selling with story because stories connect you to people. They build trust and they build empathy because it shows the person that you get it and you've been there and you've created something that they also want and the way that they can get it is through working with you. All right, I'm gonna leave that one there. Number three. So the first one is to be sold in order to sell. Number two is to sell with your stories. And number three is to serve. Serve, serve, serve. A lot of people are afraid of selling because they think it's sleazy and graspy and aggressive, but that's because their understanding of selling is they're taking money from their clients. Of course, if that's your perception of selling, then clearly you're going to think that you're taking their money and it's going to create a sense of graspiness in you, the graspiness that you don't want to create. Here's the thing. When you serve, you are not taking something from them. You are giving something to them. And so when you look at selling as serving, you realize that you are not taking their money. 
you're actually offering them the opportunity to get the thing that they've always wanted in exchange for a commitment. And in this case, a financial commitment. When you realize that serving is all about the other person and it's never about you and how, you know, you signing this client means you get to have a 50k year or 50k month. When you realize it's never about you and you just genuinely want to serve your clients, you become genuinely curious. You start listening like you actually care. And I say that because so many people are here trying to sell coaching to people, trying to sell their services just to get money in the bank, but aren't genuinely caring about the people right in front of them. And this is dangerous, my friends. Please don't do this and please avoid it with everything you can in your business and in your business models. Avoid treating people like they are means to an end. They are means to your goal because they're not. They're people with feelings and businesses that thrive are businesses that serve people where they place the customer in the center because you listen to a person and then you decide, can I help them? Not, I can help you. Let me listen to what you say so that I can manipulate what you end up deciding to do. Rather, tell me what's going on for you. Tell me what's coming up for you and tell me why it's going wrong. Let me help you because I think I have what you're missing. That's it. An offer is an invitation. It's not salesy. It's not sleazy. An offer, someone could walk away from your offer and it shouldn't hurt because an offer is, hey, can I help you? Do you want help? And there has to be a response. It's a two-way street. People get scared of selling because they're afraid of failing. But what is failing in, in terms of a sale? If you think that someone walking away is failing, then of course you're going to get cut up and hurt and scared. But to me, in my business, I never look at someone saying no as me failing. It, I may look at it as they've maybe failed themselves. They failed to follow through on the thing that they said they wanted to do. They failed to take the first step to build their dream business, which begins with this. But I never look at it as my failure. My failure is when I didn't fulfill my mission in the world. So my failure is ultimately not showing up for my business. All right, so when you serve, what does that look like on a call, on a sales call, on a consult? When you serve, you're listening and you're genuinely curious about them, their life, their struggle. And then you're tailoring your offer. You're not changing your offer. You're tailoring the presentation of the offer to them. You're guiding the conversation towards what they have said. So what I tend to do is whatever they have mentioned as their pain point will naturally come up as an objection in a different form when you say money. So in the beginning, their pain point may be, Oh, I'm just not be I just can't seem to sell out my services. I've been building my business for ages. I've been creating content and showing up all the time, but I just can't seem to show up and sell sell out my coaching. And then um you work through what it is, you figure out that they they aren't confident in themselves and that's why the things they're sharing is just very surface level and it's not connecting with people. Perfect. I see, they tell you, I see the value in coaching and I love what we just did there. Tell me your price. You say your price and they're like, what the heck? That's so much. I can't do that. 
and then they say, oh, I just, I just have so much bills to pay, and, like, my rent is due next month, and I just don't know if I have enough, and all the excuses start coming. Now, you're telling me that even though they just said that they want to do this, that they're so willing that this is going to be so valuable for them to have access to, you're telling me that that changed just because you set a price? No, they still believe the value of what you do, otherwise they would just they wouldn't have told you anything. They wouldn't have given this a shot at all. They wouldn't have booked the call. What's happening is they're afraid. And so they're reverting to something to hide behind. And so now when the person starts making excuses, not excuses, when they start telling you their objections, you could possibly say, hey, you did tell me that um, you've, you've been really afraid to put yourself out there because you've struggled with believing yourself and struggling with confidence that you can create the results you want. Is it possible that this is coming up again, but now as you're hearing the price? Like crazy. Crazy when you take the time to sit in what is uncomfortable and ask them what is coming up for you. Why are you freaking out when a few seconds ago you told me this is what you need and you're ready to make a change in your life and in your business? So then in order to sell to someone, you need to sell directly for them, meaning you need to create and tailor the presentation of your offer for them as if you were thinking about them when you were creating the offer. And so an example might be like if you were a person who lived in the big city and you you use all the tech and you use a mobile phone to contact people and make phone calls and text message and be on social media and you believe like you had the greatest phone in the world because it's the latest one and it's the most digitalized, like whatever, all the stuff people look for, and you believe this was the best, you could not, for the best of you, try to sell that phone to a person who has no need for it, to a person who lives on an island without a single cell tower. No matter what you do, you could not sell that phone to them unless you listened to what they possibly will need to their pains and to their situation your your offer may not be the perfect fit for someone and you're saying no this is the perfect fit for you but that's because you have your agenda at hand and they will never agree to signing on with you on that idea on that offer because you aren't really truly catering to their struggle and so you have to really be honest and like vet them as you're having the conversation to see if they are genuinely a good fit okay number four this episode is a little bit on the longer side but i hope you guys are getting value from this number four is you need to sell the person on themselves so it's the part b to you know them being sorry to you selling them the offer in a way that suits them and serves them best the part b is that you need to sell them on themselves and that's the part where money objections come up because someone might object to your service and then you coach them and then you see the and then they are able to see wow the value of your service is amazing it's what people do when you give them a free trial they're like wow this is actually amazing but then come the price point and then what happens they sell themselves out they go, no, 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 that's too much. I see the value, but that's too much. Okay, so here's how you're going to get that, that person across over the line, even through their money objections. 
you're going to sell them not on the thing. You're going to start selling them on themselves. All right, because you might have the solution to their weight loss. You might have the solution to them getting stronger. But in order for them to want the solution that you have in the first place, at the point where they're starting to doubt again, you need to show them what is actually holding them back from accessing it. And friends, it's always themselves. See, we all say we don't have time. We all say we don't have money. And yet, we all have 24 hours in a day. We all live in houses. It's what we put our money to, what we prioritize our time towards, what, our, what we prioritize our money and spending towards. That's what we place the most value on. And of course, you need a house to live in. But who's to say that there aren't things in your life that you're placing more value on, that you're saying is not important, but you're actually pouring so much into that? A key example is one week I was on budget mode because of something, I think it was Christmas and I was just, I had to buy presents for people and to me that's a huge thing because I love giving gifts as an expression of my love, it's my love language. So I prioritized buying gifts and that meant that I didn't have the extra $60 to pay for doing my nails. So it was either my nails or my fitness and I was like, oh I could cancel some sessions in training. But I valued my health too much. I've come so far. I value my results in health so much that I just, I couldn't do it. And so, you know what I did? I didn't get my nails done. It's value and where I perceive the most value to be. That's what I would put my money towards. And so, you need to show the person that what's holding them back is not the thing they're saying. It's not their money or lack of money, their time. It's that they aren't allowing themselves to because maybe they've never done it before. And that's scary stuff. If you can sit with someone in that and help them acknowledge it, that empowers them to make a decision towards what actually, what they actually want. Now, you want to sell them on the desires that they want rather than diagnosing what they should want. And that's where you have to listen and leverage. Listen to what they're saying, leverage what they're saying, mirror it back to them. And this is the most foundational thing. If there's anything you get out of this, when it comes to selling someone, you need to see them as bigger than themselves. This is the biggest lesson I learned making my first five-figure investment in coaching. I had never done that before. For me, I had never sold that before either. So it was just the scariest thing ever. But my coach told me, Nicole, you need to see yourself as bigger than what your brain, what your mind, what your experiences have told you. And in the same way, you need to see your prospects as people who will invest in themselves. When you go into a conversation telling yourself they're not going to invest, they're like this, they're like that. And this is why I find it hard to sell or to make offers to your family and friends. It's because you know their history and you believe their history. But you hop on a conversation with someone and you and you tell yourself, oh, they're not going to invest, then chances are what you're going to bring into that conversation is they're not going to invest and it's going to create that space for them to not invest. It's going to mirror back. So when you see the person in front of you as someone who is the kind of person who will invest in themselves, who is the kind of person who believes and values their health so much that they will pay for personal training, like you need to see the person as bigger than themselves and believe that about them even when they don't because that belief and your ability to sustain that belief in them can 
actually help them to realize and to also feel safe that you are someone who actually holds them and and sees more for them than they see for themselves. That is powerful, especially in the coaching space. Friends, I see it this way to wrap up. There are two approaches that can work in selling. You can sell by making someone realize that they lack something, scarcity and you know, all the stuff that the marketing, the big marketing giants do, scarcity and urgency and all of that, making you feel like you don't have enough. Or you could help someone realize their own potential. You could help them realize that what's stopping them is actually just themselves. You could help someone by empowering them to do something with that realization. Sell from a place of confidence. And I think selling through the empowerment route rather than the scarcity route is so much more powerful and it converts so many more people. The most powerful things you will ever do in your business are going to come from you serving your people, but putting your people at the center of your business, at the center of what you do. And this is why passion, purpose, and potential are my pillars for my business. All right, that's it. Four-step formula. Be sold, sell with stories, serve like crazy, and sell the person on themselves. That's all. Hope you have a good one, guys. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, I guarantee you're going to love what I am currently building out. In just a few weeks, I'm going to be dropping a group program that is all sorts of amazing. If you are an aspiring entrepreneur and you're wondering how the heck do I start building my business, what do I need to do, or you're a brand new coach or content creator and you're working for free and you want to make money, you want to get clients, but you just can't seem to figure out how, this program is the perfect fit for you. I've combined all things good and amazing about group coaching and one-on-one private coaching and I have put them together in this program. So what that means is you get the best of both worlds. You get all the good stuff, plus you get trainings, resources, worksheets, you get the quality time with me and the quality community you deserve. I've created this program because I know what it's like to be a struggling and wandering entrepreneur, especially as a coach. So I want to help give back to you to provide you all the tools, all the training and resources, plus my secret formula to build a powerful, profitable coaching business while building your authority in the online space. Guys, you cannot miss this. Trust me, it is the investment of a lifetime. If you think this is for you or you're curious to ask some questions, DM me on Instagram and let's have a chat. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you are encouraged to make moves and level up your confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. I've got some really exciting stuff coming out for you in the next few months. Don't miss out. Be a part of the conversation and keep the ball rolling with me on Instagram and I'll catch you on the next episode. Until next time, keep blazing that trail.